Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Baba Yaka. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. I'll say this, John. They sure as fuck broke the mold with you. Yeah, well, because he stole John Wick's car, sir, and uh, killed his dog. Well, John wasn't exactly the boogeyman. He was the one you sent to kill the fucking boogeyman. Kill the theme, theme song. song. Vigo. Evening, Jimmy. Keen on earning a coin. I'm retired. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Kill that for me! All right. When's the last time that you messed around with the Russian mob? Probably not any time recently, but (laughs) there are people out there who, if you were to, let's say, kill their dog and their classic one-of-a-kind 69 Mustang, they'd go right at them real hard and their name would be John Vick. Um Keanu Reeves revitalizing his insane action uh movie stardom in John Wick, the series that spawned movie after movie after movie, where each sequel seemed to get longer and longer and longer. <laughs> For a style of movie that generally should be shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah, like so I was pumped to get into this one for the pod because um, uh, I, I didn't know the director, Chad Stahelski, um, but apparently he had come up with a really interesting visual style. Um, and he was a stunt performer and a coordinator in the Matrix movies. So I think he spent a lot of time kind of thinking about how to make a, a really kind of stylish, not noir, but just a dark action flick. Um, and obviously helmed this one and, and got into a, a bit of a franchise around it. I actually am not sure if he directed ones after. Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. Um, and, you know, we pulled together a not unknown cast of people here, um, including Mr. Reeves himself, uh, Michael Nyquist, uh, who plays Vigo uh, very well. You got Alfie Allen from uh, Game of Thrones fame playing the, playing the whiny little son. Uh, Bridget Monaghan with a little bit of a cameo. Uh, Dean Winters from um, Oz and, and other things. Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, and you get Willem Dafoe uh, and John Leguizamo and Ian Shane. Um, and some other faces you would recognize in, in this movie. Um, <coughs> so they were able to pull together a fairly competent cast for what could have been just a one and done type of action movie. But this somehow got itself elevated into myth. Um, and it ran in at 101 minutes, which I was super jacked about because I like them short movies, especially when you know it's just going to be about a guy who wants to get revenge. Um, this was made for about 20 to 30 million and brought back about close to three times that um, with almost 90 million in the revenues. And like I said, spawned sequel after sequel after sequel. What was the budget? In a series. 30 million? Uh, it was 20 to 30 million. Great budget. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll say off the bat, like, directing-wise and look and feel this movie, cinematography and stuff, this movie pumps it. It's pretty good. Um, the feel is nailed as far as this, yeah. like, dark, gothic kind of... Uh, what's the what's the place where Batman lives? Feels like that. The Gotham. Or Gotham. Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of does. It kind of does. I think we're in... Chicago or are we in New York? It's New York. It's Queens and and uh, Jersey because John Wick has a Jersey plates on his car. Yeah, and, and they're they under the go bridge across the Brooklyn and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so look and feel. I, I can't say the same exactly for the music. I think we all kind of were taken out of it a couple of times by the music. Some of it pumps, uh, and like the the main kind of theme when John is doing stuff with the with the little rising noises and the and the steady drum beats is okay but some of the some of the other actiony music or 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 thrillery type stuff didn't really pump as much as i as much as i wanted but you know what i'm not gonna let that take me out of the movie too much one of the Um, directors i saw this one of the directors chad is a stunt coordinator for was a stunt coordinator first and he co-directed this 
Really? For the Matrix? I didn't know that. John he was just, literally just talked about this, Colin. Oh. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Welcome to the <laughs> he, podcast. He was, he's reading, not listening, but that's okay. It's He'll catch true. up in a second. He'll catch <laughs> it on the rerun. Um, um, so one thing you knew this movie was going to have was good choreographed fights and intense intense action and, and some... Uh, good gunplay uh and folks you know how i like to harp on the gunplay in movies and mr Vic does a really great job of that so why don't i get that kicked off um he's always reloading he seems mindful of his ammo guns run out of bullets he knocks in the initial scenes uh a dude's teeth <laughs> he hits a guy with the type of his gun and when you're in a close quarters combat a gun is an absolutely appropriate item to strike someone with because they are made of very hard metal and when he did that, I was like, ooh, we must have busted that guy's teeth out. And then later on, when the crew comes to clean up the bodies and they're wrapping up, one of the bodies has its teeth knocked out. And I was like, fucking Ada Continuity. Brent pointed it out. That was yeah. awesome. Oh, eight, eight hours a day for four months, he trained um, with, with like, you know, guns and uh, whatever this particular type of, like, fighting close quarters battle is called. It, he trained an insane amount for this, and there's great footage of this online if anyone's oh, yeah. interested, where it shows what he's um, what he's going through, and it's uh, just like a little course, obviously, instead of people, but it gives a fantastic. You can see the scenes almost through that uh, through that footage of just like the little training uh, like facility. It's great. The, yeah, he went to Terran Terran Tactical um, that, and trained down there, and and not only that, like so the guns in this are cool with the Heckler and Koch guns that he uses and a couple others. But um, after this movie, Terran Tactical really started to take off with custom gun builds that were then featured in the John Wick movies, and people were like paying you know five grand per gun to get something that John Wick used. So that took off like crazy too. That that place is like frequented by tons of celebrities who like to just go and uh, shoot guns and watch him because he goes yeah. there all the time to train. So yeah. that became like a really popular spot for like celebs to go and shoot guns. It's a big uh, place for Roganites, I think. Well, yeah, well... Rogan talk about it forever. Again. Kevin, Kevin, uh, not Kevin, Rob Lowe on his podcast talked about how he'll go and shoot guns there and see... Keanu at work so uh, I think it's like a very hot spot when yeah, I, was this the last John Wick that they made or are they going to make a 9 or a 10 or what are they going to do I the didn't last see one's supposed to be the last one okay yeah we'll I didn't see. see it so I didn't, like, I didn't honestly, see it either so second one I, I thought was it. was a sequel and it did more of what this one did it was just a little bit longer and then the third one I, I was like really starting to check out by that point because it just it's too much of the same thing over and over and I don't find this world that fascinating like because you can't you have to write in more people and then it's not just a city-based operation it's a worldwide operation and then it's an outer space operation and then it's a galactic <laughs> uh, multiverse organization like it's just too much and then yeah. well you know the you bad guys wear more <laughs> armor so he has to shoot them more or shoot them more creatively like honestly i just wanted to see this guy like kick some ass and and kill a bunch of people because he's like he kills guys with pencils like john wick is legend and so i, I think I, I don't know. So that's why I didn't see so the fourth. Does so does Pesci fucking uh, Goodfellas, though. So <laughs> True let's story. not say you don't need to be exactly a gifted uh, military <laughs> uh, man to do this. But um, I will say that that is the truth, though. You don't want... Like, I do find this world interesting enough that uh, I'd like to see more. But they ruin it by um, in the sequels when they throw in just like everybody is part of the world. Like, they freeze yeah. the park which I like the idea of and I'm down with, but when you also throw in that it seems like everybody is an assassin, like if you're walking in the subways, like that guy begging for change is actually an assassin and yeah. the, the cop at the gate and the fucking, you know, the bellboy, wherever. And it's just, it becomes a bit much because I it think starts, that this world, yeah. the dark criminal world that they built here with, you know, with the big uh, facility building in the, in the middle, like it feels like a better rounded out, um, sense of the organization and payday or payback um yeah. whatever that place is called the uh shit the syndicate the syndicate yeah, yeah yeah so like i i do like this world but i just find that they 
lean into the wrong things later as far as developing the world. Yeah, the, I think it's the second one kicks it off after he goes to get his car back and he kills some of the, the Russian's brother or something. And then something, I don't know, something happens and then he's on the run. And they then they show like where all of the, the hits are, are done by the 1960s women with typewriters. And John Wick starting in 54321. And then he's walking through the streets and literally like everywhere he turns, like people are from all walks of life are just getting up and pulling out guns. I don't know. I, I it does it jumps way too much into it, and and um, this one seemed to be a little bit grounded. Like I got there was some fantastical, this fantastical organization and the gold coins and stuff like that. I don't understand the currency in this thing. Like he has to pay a dollar per body, and then <laughs> that's what I was laughing at. Your your criticism of the the coins, um, because yeah, everything yeah. everything's just a coin. Like a piece of toast is a coin, and like killing someone yeah, is a and coin. Yeah, it's a coin to get into the bar. <laughs> like here's I'm going coming to your club, a coin, and then here's a coin to take away and like dispose of a dead body. Like that's not fair. So, right there. so yeah, so I did some research, and uh, like an, a basic average gold coin today would be worth just under a thousand dollars, nine sixty three. So apparently everything costs a thousand dollars when you live as a criminal. That's uh, yeah. that's the price you pay because you can't See, cut gold I coins like, in half. I, well, I think that is the thing. You should have like little scissors or something in your pocket, gold scissors or something. You're like, you're like shit. Okay, hold on. You're like, let me heat this up so it's a little more thing. pliable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it does make for. But I, but like think about like the uh, Sharon, the the guy at the. Um, at the door, right? And like that's a character from a popular um, like Hades lore, right? He's like the boatman or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So I like that he gives him a gold coin and shit. Like that stuff to me is um, really built in the in the mythology and everything else that I think they bring into this movie. Um, and I I do like that stuff. But you're right the the financials are weird. There should be at least different sizes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like silver coins the same size or and and bronze for the I don't know. It it's a lot. And then like carrying all that shit around. Uh It'd be Oh yeah, uh, it was so heavy. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 you're out for the night and then all of a sudden you got to kill 30 people and you're like, I don't have 30 fucking coins on me. Do you know how heavy that would be? I, fuck, I got to go home. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually just seeing here too, but fellas, that John Wick Chapter Four might be the final Keanu movie, but there's a spin-off movie, like there's a series that's a prequel on one of the networks that has. Uh, I think it's Prime. Mel Gibson, but now there's a spin-off movie coming this year called Ballerina with Anna de Armas, and um, it's it, it's apparently an assassin in the world uh, um, with Ian McShane and other people like that too. So they just. I love not letting it go. They're just going to melt this so that they don't have to come up with any kind of new ideas. They're like just too lazy. They're like, let's just melt this shit out of this. Because the Continental, has anyone even seen the Continental? No. It's got Mel Gibson. Why does it have Mel Gibson is another question. And I can't can't be interested in that. It's based in the 70s, so it probably doesn't have Ian McShane, actually. Because it's how it all got started. Oh, okay. So he's maybe... I'm usually fairly good at separating uh, a person, what they did in their personal life, to their characters in movies, but I cannot, just cannot watch Mel Gibson anymore. There are some people that are go a bit far. I just heard, I heard yeah. some tapes of him talking to his girlfriend years ago. Uh, I, the recordings when all of that was coming out, and the things that he'd said, I, I, I just cannot. I cannot like reconcile that with watching his movies or TV shows. So yeah, it's just something. No, it's true. That it's is true. Hard. It becomes tricky with uh with that stuff because yeah, I can watch a, a Louis C.K. special now and be like, oh, you know, he he knows he did bad and he was publicly shamed, but he also I don't think violently assaulted anybody. Um, Yes, there's like different levels for there. sure. Yeah, I think they're, uh, yeah, 100%. I don't want to have to be the policeman over that, but it's like when I go to a zoo, right? I'm like, cool, I get to see animals that I normally wouldn't, but then these animals are, are, are all captured and not living their best lives, so should I support it or not? It's the same kind of thing, because Mel Gibson's an animal. There you go. But the zoo also does a lot of good as far as research and, um, you know, ecology and shit like that. So I agree, like those animals, there's a bitter sweetness to it. It's like that Dave Chappelle joke about Bill Cosby, like he rapes, but he saves. (laughs) (laughs) 
good. That is good. Um, okay, so let's get into some of the like story and structure elements of, of John Wick here. Um, the whole dog thing is very effective for me. That gets me so fucking angry it, it, and behind him. Yeah, it works. Yeah. This it work. You know what? I in the past I had made fun of that and been cynical about it and thought it was silly. But in this hold up viewing, I felt similar to you. Uh, yeah, animals got, are so effective to, to get emotional reaction right away. Yeah, uh, and it it's the cancer puppy. puppy. Yeah, it's the it's his wife's like like legacy basically that she left him for something, one last living gift part of herself. Yeah, to and heal. And that guy kills it. Like you can see the fucking uh, the pain. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like not just that it was his dog because they could have killed his dog and that still would have put him on a murderous rampage, but that it was yeah his dying wife's last gift to him yeah. just pumps it up, and it, it does take a little bit longer to get this movie going. I think the inciting incident where they come and take his shit was at about fifteen minutes, which is a, a couple of minutes later than you might want to see in a shorter action film. But Keanu plays the initial parts like being heard and lots of emotion and and setting up his life and and how he's struggling. Um, it it doesn't not work. It it doesn't. It didn't feel like it was dragging too too much for me. And then when this movie does get going, when they come, and he starts to um to get his revenge and shit like that, it's it gets going. His wife's letter too, yeah. um, and the reading of it by whatever actress um did the Bridget Monahan. Yeah, she the, the it's very emotional and effective, and it's very simple. It's not there's no it's not sappy in a cheesy way. It's it's very thoughtful and she performs it well and and this is one of the few movies where um because i make fun of keanu a lot for his acting abilities and uh his accents and movies like the one with the devil with al pacino the dracula he does one. like the yeah that, oh, that one, one too he just does not do accents well and uh, Devil's Advocate. Just, That's the Devil's one, Advocate. Right? Awful Southern accent. Awful movie. Just awful performance by him. <laughs> and also the Dracula one. But like, I will say that when uh, the Dracula one, holy shit! Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> it's fucking, actors, it's fucking some actors shit, will yeah. talk about like the hardest acting being acting without dialogue and where you don't say anything. And I feel like he does a really good job in this of that. He, I, you, he says a lot with not saying anything and, and I, good for him. Um, he always has felt a bit jarring in his acting to me, but you're right. This is like a better, a better Keanu than a lot of the other Keanu's. Cause there is a lot of like, I don't know. I feel like those, even point break reactions he's not- that he's doing, even like you're saying are, are all like something significant like he feels like he has to emote hard i guess is the word like what i'm saying but yeah yeah it's weird even even point break he's not that's another example of a lot of bad acting from him in point break uh the, the the his dialogue reading and uh yeah but but once again this i even the look of him and stuff in this uh He's gritty and, you know, unshaven and long hair. And, and even when he's wearing the suits and stuff, he's just badass in this. I mean, like, he's just a badass motherfucker in this movie. The way th- they did a lot. One thing I really like in this movie is that um, the, the engagements, like, he, he kills a lot of people in this. But the engagements are not long, drawn-out shootouts. He is like, one move, you're dead. One move, you're dead. Which is kind of more to, to like, A, what I want to see to keep things moving forward. But B, like, it's more, quote-unquote, realistic that, it, like, a guy like this would not be fucking around too much. He, he fucks around plenty. He does lots of jujitsu-y type moves and spins around people. But it, it always, they build in, even if it's flashy they build it in as a purpose like he's he's taking them down he's controlling them then killing three other people then getting back to them and bullet in the head and then he moves on like the only complaint that i would have and it's not even a big complaint is sometimes he's like popping guys two or three times in the chest and they just stand there flailing like a mortal combat fatality waiting to happen um you pop someone in the chest they're just gonna like crumple down but it's very cinematic and it's almost like ballet like um in that sense and it makes for a lot of long long one-shot scenes it's not like overly cut this isn't like born identity 2 where they're making it look fake like yeah, like keanu really agreed. sells his moves in this 
Um, and it's vicious, man. Like he's like grabbing guys and grabbing a guy. He grabs a guy by the beard um, and pulls him over to a table where he rams his head down and then gun to the side of the head and puts three in his head. Like that shit's memorable. So just a yeah. question though That's about the violence. Tate Fletcher, I think. Because yeah. you guys probably know better than me because I've never watched a lot of the behind the scenes stuff of how they make this, but um, a lot of the headshots, blood, um, and bullet wounds seem uh, CG. Is that yeah. accurate? Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. As are so the, the muzzle flashes and everything. So there's no practical, there's no practical violence in this. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think not much, if any. No, okay. they didn't do like blood bags That's and stuff like that. Because sometimes those little mist blows, like CG, can sometimes be obvious i guess with that type of stuff you know like yeah. the spray paint effect or whatever but like the little mist out of the back of the head when he's close it's up, a nice shoots that one guy and it looks great like that none of that stuff is overdone yeah they, i'm definitely com- not, usually composites right i'm definitely not complaining about it either i'm like i'm it, I, I i just i think it there are parts of it that it's noticeable um, I, I agree with you. But, but I agree the, with you hundred. But the effect of it is okay. Like it, it I don't care that it's CG. Yeah, and like you move it's, on. It's slick. It's slick, and it's uh, reminds me of Boys Dale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Boys another Dale person on this podcast used those oh, effects yeah. to great length uh, in his uh, directorial oh, yeah. debut, and uh, <laughs> and that uh, wasn't the debut. That was the follow up, wasn't it? Uh, there's been other shorts, but yeah, that was yeah. my, but anyway, that was my uh, uh, opus. That's what I think is, um, it's also, I think they do it a lot of days. The reasons they do it these, these days is not just for, for a mess and setup, but they do it for safety because yeah, and um, it's, it's got to be way cheaper too. Oh I yeah. Think. You just oh, find the God, right yeah. composites and then off you go. You're not cleaning the one up that, fake that blood everywhere and. Yeah, like let's reset and go again. The mm-hmm. one that stood out the most to me was when they assault his house near the start. Yeah, and he has the knife and he stabs the guy. He rams the knife three times. You can just tell that the knife is is CG and it's not biting into his skin. It's like waving around, even though it's apparently in his chest. It's not horrible. Like you, ha- I, I I watch for that stuff. So why use a that's CG why I see knife it, though? Why not just use a knife that like you know is like. Uh, uh, what? It would tracks. Really it would tracks. Yeah, I probably don't want to stab. Plus, you have to make it seem like it's going in. Yeah, that's fair. So that you don't want the retractable fake shit and or anything I like that. I always like so. the retractable things. I think that they could probably do that pretty well. They're so. effective. I would. Yeah. I would have thought so too. Because like, there's got to be top end shit that that does like that. But anyway, it's not. It's none of it's awful. Like, no, it, it's if, not. if you're looking for it, you'll see it. But if you're yeah. not, you'd be like, holy shit! It, like, it, look what he did to that guy. It's so yeah. they they use it with. They use it with such a uh, good effect that that you do not care. You just you're not like, oh, this is so fake. You're like, this is like great. This is cool. This is fast paced. This is hard hitting. So it's fine. I'm fine with it. But yeah, it's definitely noticeable this time. But I kind of was paying more attention. I think. Yeah. So like most, if not all, of the action. Probably the one action scene that I could have done away with was is the final fight with Vigo. Um, yeah, we talked like, about that. Yeah, it's a, this is an interesting flick where his the whole point of the movie is to get revenge on Alfie Allen, um, Vigo's son, and um, he does. But then there's still like 25 minutes left in the movie, and after he gets that revenge, which you know what is done really cool, like shot in the belly, the guy falls, John Wick walks up without missing a beat pops him in the head like that's even though he had given him a couple of other chances to live i think he wanted to torture him to make him see like what was coming but by then he was ready to just off him yeah but then in the remaining times then we have another like climaxing scene with willem dafoe's character and then the the i'm gonna just gonna say it like it was a mistake (laughs) A big mistake by Vigo and his crew and doesn't quite make sense for the movie that after he kills uh, Willem Dafoe, he like decides to call John Wick leaving the place and be like, I killed your friend and I'm going to flee the city now. (laughs) Bye. Like he should (laughs) have just fucking left and called him from China and been like, your boy's dead. Why didn't they just kill him instead of like another big monologue? They could have snuck up on him. Yeah, everyone's like just phoning everyone and telling them what they're doing. Like it makes no sense. That's not how... Criminals organized crime. Works. No, it just killed no, the guy. Organized, organized crime does not commit crimes and call people after to let them know they've done that. 
Also, that could be used against them in a court of law because it could be recorded. So what yeah, about like that? Yeah, like if someone like, caught wind of that. It doesn't well, then make also any the sense. other thing at the same time is that Perkins, the other hit lady, is waiting outside, sees John Wick arrive, but then gets a phone call from the Continental and is like, oh, even though I've broken the rules and I've done shit that I know they're going to hold me accountable for, I'll just leave this post and go meet with these guys and let them kill me. Like, that made no fucking sense either that she would just go. It, it could. She already said fuck the Continental or fuck management. Like, so she's out of that world. It she's was, with Vigo now. It was in an hour and 20 minutes, you could have just had John kill the son and get in his car and drive off. And then you could have had Vigo in the sequels. I mean, they wanted to have sequels, obviously, anyways, when it was so successful. So the next one, he could have killed Vigo, you know, like Vigo. Or he could have, like, offed Vigo as quick, like, because after he kills the son, Vigo changes his mind that he wanted it to happen. But John Wick just, like, stomps his head in and then moves along. I don't know. The, the fact that in the fight, too, like, John Wick basically is like, I'm holding your knife hand away so you can't stab me. But then the best move is just to let you stab me. So then I can take your knife and stab you in the neck. Like, John Wick was owning that fight, and maybe he was doing some self-loathing, self-punishment, but... Without, I certainly he's a wouldn't cutter. Be. He's a cutter, yeah. and he's like, I've been so busy. I forgot. I have time. Uh, uh, you you could have also had you could have had, taken out all of them showing what happened to um, all of them showing what happened to uh, what's his friend's name, like Willem Dafoe. You could have showed all of this, not showed any of the stuff that happened to Dafoe. He, go, he goes to his house and finds him dead, and knows Vigo and his men killed him. And like yeah. there you go, and then there you, and then he goes after them, like that's because they meet. Well, he they goes meet for a, a fun goodbye, right? They like meet under the bridge for a fun goodbye. So instead of doing that, mm-hmm. you have them on a quick phone call, and and John Wick's like, "I'm done," and then Willem Dafoe says, "Come to my place after I got something for you, a gun or something like as a as a send off." And then when John Wick arrives, arrives, he's dead. And then he's like raging murder again. And, you don't even have to show. Go. You don't even have to show any of that. He just go shows up at his house too. He could just show up for whatever reason. We don't know. He's going to tell him he's done. He's going to say he's getting out of the business again. And he's dead. And he's on the floor. And then he goes ah, and he goes and kills me. That's it. Like it speeds it up too. But like I'd still say you just keep Vigo around for the next. He's a good actor and he was a good villain. Why not? Why not yeah. have him for a sequel? I mean, there's no oh. reason John has to kill him. And I really like this. that actor, man. Yeah, me too. Like, keep him. Vigo. Yeah, I, Michael. I Nyquist. read a story about him in this uh, movie that his battle with Keanu, he got his ear so fucked up that it was laying on his right shoulder. It took eighty stitches Fuck. to fucking attach that baby back on. Oh, and that's my a lot of the shots at the God. end were done specifically to hide, like, you know, all that reattaching. But it oh said that gosh. it was resting on his shoulder. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Yeah, that's wow. not good. Yeah, so, like, these movies are movies, but like wrestling, there are some real consequences <laughs> to the fucking stunt work involved. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, Clearly. It's, it's bananas when you hear some of that shit, you know. Yeah. That's that's kind of crazy. I also saw that Eva Longoria produced the film. Yeah, um, I, I read she, she that just she put didn't up do money. anything else. Yeah. yeah, she just put up the money. But I mean, like smart investment because um, I looked into it quickly. John Wick Two made for forty, made one hundred and seventy-five. John Wick Three made for seventy-five, brought in three hundred and twenty-seven, and John Wick Four made for a hundred, brought in four hundred and forty. Okay, so there you go again, though. Though that's so a, a billion dollar franchise. But that's a perfect example of like the budget. So going from thirty to forty is okay, but going to four from forty to seventy five, and if I'm seventy five to hundred, why not just make them all for thirty? You could profit share with Keanu, so you don't have to pay him a big bunch of money up front. And you could profit share with all the other actors and everybody else, and you would have made all of that money on thirty million instead of a hundred, because those the, sequels would have done just as well being made at thirty. Because so the other the thing that increased, in addition to the budget and the box office, so runtime on the first one was one hundred and one minutes, second one was one hundred and twenty-two minutes, so right at that two-hour mark. Next one was one hundred and thirty-one minutes, so two hours and ten minutes, and the last one was one hundred and sixty-nine minutes. 
So three hour John Wick movie. basically. So all like, just like awful decisions, inflated budgets, which which is re- the, the part of the reason the budgets were so big is because of the length increased as well. More shooting days. So yeah, like, why course. not just keep them at a, a, a tight length and a tight budget? It, it economically makes no sense. Um, I yeah. know that they're probably paying Keanu more and more every sequel. Of course. But once again, they are making so much money, you could have easily made a deal with him that he would just get back in and do it for free, do it for scale. I am certain that Keanu has back end on this franchise he from the to. beginning. Well, he probably and has. He's, he's, he had back he's end the on. size of acting. He's the size of a of act, like an A-list actor. So you put that guy into this movie uh, like a like a, you know, this is a, just an action flick. Like he goes from the Matrix to the fucking John Wick series. I, I don't think you would have assumed that this would be such a such a monumental yeah. well, success. I'm sure you're right that he been, he had back end yeah. on the Matrix movies, so I'm sure he had back end on these two. You're you're totally right. Like he was in a lull for sure, Keanu, because the Matrix movies were like mid 2000s. So I think he was on like a six or seven, maybe even longer year clip where he wasn't like making huge movies that people were like, Keanu's the best. So this was a revitalization for, I'm not going to say he was down and out, um, but certainly this was a revitalization. And I don't think anyone would have expected this. Like I, what I read was that, you know, and, and maybe rightfully so, I don't know, but like Hollywood was like just another action flick, like fuck that. What was the- uh, Especially with these guys who are not like, these are like first time directors and, and writers, but like it just, that that's just goes to show you like how dug in they are. And now we got Kung Fu Panda 4 and, um, and Roadhouse, like fuck off. Like what? we need original shit like this. Yeah. Way more of it from p- unknowns, like get a Keanu, but like then have some people who have like. T- tampered and stuff it's not like these guys weren't insanely talented with the chore- choreography and they obviously knows what know what makes a good action scene just like Jackie Chan and his team do the the other thing too yeah. is they always are doing it by name recognition but like you could have easily taken Keanu and put him in another kind of an action movie and made tons of money just because of the success of John Wick and it didn't have to have anything to do with John Wick you could have come up with a unique original idea that was simple. Yeah, that's this, what Liam this Neeson simple, was doing for a while. Because all this idea is, is this this ex fucking uh, killer. His his wife dies and his dog gets killed, and then he goes on a rampage. That's the whole fucking story. There's nothing to that. Yeah. So so why not then take the success of that and make something with Keanu? You could even have had the same producers and the same directors, and they could have just made this whole new thing. But yeah. instead, they get. Tr- yeah, it's just silly. And it's uninteresting yeah. and it's boring. Yeah, I mean and the, but then it, obviously this the answer is it makes the money, like makes millions and millions of dollars for people. So I, I think I think the, I just the don't other like way it, would make it, it too. I was reading a thing about it the other day just talking about like a big part of the reason behind it is because you save on your marketing budget, right? And so they put out these movies. They know they're going to make money, obviously. But even if they don't, I mean, at least you're going into it with hype and an understanding of the world around. So you don't need to market so much people because you're like, fuck, you love John Wick 1? Here's John Wick 2. And then all those fucking Fast and Furious idiots that fucking love nine sequels of the exact same fucking We Are Family, whatever the fuck. uh, (laughs) They're going to dive into the fucking theaters for this shit. The Expendables 12 and the fucking Fast and the Furious 12. And everything's got fucking 10 sequels now. Like, not every world it deserves that. I saw the first Fast and Furious and I knew immediately that there was no reason to ever watch another yeah, one. And I didn't. And I got tricked into watching that Hobbs and Shaw not realizing that that was part of the same fucking world <laughs> yeah. down the road. Yeah. yeah. No, but maybe but, that was a slight rebranding to get away from the name but keep it in also. Dicks, you know? <laughs> but but a, a perfect example of it is what John just read which was the budgets and the lengths too. Like, you're going to make just as much money. No, you're going to make way, way more More. money if it's a shorter movie and if it costs less. Like, that's just math. So why are you inflating the budgets of the movie and the lengths of the movie? 
Like a longer movie does n- has never made for a better movie. Like I don't know where Hollywood uh, got this idea. Uh, it doesn't make for a bigger movie, a longer movie. That's like I don't know why they want them to be so long. Like, I I don't I, get it. I would love to see Flowers of the fucking Harvest Moon or whatever the fuck that's called. But I I really need to be in a place that I want to sit for three hours and three watch and a, a half. Fucking movie. I tried to watch it. I went to the three theater. And a half is stupid goddamn. I went stupid. to the movie theater yeah. to watch that movie and walked out ninety minutes in. Both me and the person I was with looked at each other and was like, "There's still two hours of this," and we left. So Why don't I will you make yeah. a never series make four or five fifty-minute episodes so that I can take a break. Because I can't watch anything for three and a half or four hours straight. My ass gets tired. And who's yeah. out there asking for that? Like, I understand like you have a story to tell and you want to tell it. Like it's perfectly acceptable these days to make a limited series. Three, four, five episodes and then get out. Like, uh, you, it drives it, me nuts. It, it, and also these longer movies, it's just about them. Oppenheimer is a perfect example of this. They didn't make any choices. There was a script that had a lot of ideas and a lot of different things about Oppenheimer's life. Him making the bomb, him with politics, him with the conspiracy after it came out that he was a communist, and all of this political stuff with Congress and the and the and the the character uh, played by Robert Downey Jr. If you would have made some choices, you could have made a two-hour movie. You chose what the movie was about. But they want to just cram everything in there and mix it up. And then it's three hours long. It's unnecessary. And it's not, yeah. doesn't make for good storytelling or good filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, I guess, uh, I don't know if people feel strongly about this. Like, do people just, the people that are going to John Wick 4, are they like, I want more? Like, I know you want more John Wick and you got a movie, but do you need the movie to be that extra hour? Of like just, you know, th- the, an extra hour has to comprise at least two extra fight scenes, maybe three. Like, doesn't yeah. that get boring? It gets boring for me. Like, oh, they have bigger armor, so now my shotgun won't kill them. So now I got to rip open their motorcycle helmets and shoot them through that. Oh, and now they're wearing tin armor and it's like heavily layered. So I got to find a way to strangle them and take them down. Like, it's, <laughs> it, Yeah, I don't like that about this, the second, third and the other ones I've seen. They, you're right. They try and add like body armor and helmets, and then John, like it's tougher for him to kill them. That's a weird thing. I, I've, I've never seen a movie. It's do, the video game do, progression. You can't just is, have the same yeah, fucking I, little mushroom guys <laughs> walking around. You got to have some guys that throw little fucking axes. And, and, and Bar- Barbie's yeah. another example of length. <laughs> I will say that Barbie is a good a good ninety minute movie. Barbie is not a good two hour movie. Unfortunately, they made it two hours. <laughs> So yeah. I like 90 minutes of that movie. I like the themes. I like what they had to say. I like the the world and stuff they set up and the actors. But it's a half an hour too long, so I just won't watch it again. Like I just don't. I, it, it bothers me that that they that they uh, repeat things. It gets the story gets redundant. Um, yeah. We don't need. We don't. Once we once you explain something to us, we don't need you explain it to us three other times. Well, like the thing is, too, I've learned my lesson, which is why I've not watched John Wick 4. Yeah, me uh, too. I've not seen Oppenheimer yet, because when am I going to find the time to watch a three hour plus movie? And <laughs> yeah. the and the Killers of the Flower Moon, I think, would be a really interesting story, but I'm just not going to do it. I'm just not. No, because I know there's going to be so much trash in there muddling down what could be potentially a good movie. Yeah, I, the director's cuts should all be released for these things, but instead of being like even longer fucking uh, versions, they should be shorter. Yeah, ninety minutes, maybe one hundred and five minutes. Fucking that, perfect. Well, that's what that's the yeah. I mean, that was what the big thing used to be was that that you would they would release a movie, the studio would have it edited for time and content. And then if you really, really wanted more, you could get a director's cut. They would allow the director to have his own edit. They would put it out. They would give the Criterion Collection. And you could go seek that out. And it was great because for the most of the population, we didn't have to see that. But for the person yeah. who really wanted it, it was available. So, like, that was a great system yeah. that, like, has Maybe since most- gone away. 
Maybe the most famous of that was the Lord of the Rings movies. Yes. They all got the extended cuts. Which Absolutely. None of the, none, almost none of the additions made the movies better. There are some extra scenes that did. Gave you that little bit of character insight where because you have so many characters, right? You didn't get enough time with one of them. So now you're going to spend a three minute scene with them. It's like, oh, that makes more sense. Yay. But most of it was just for the fans of the books who wanted to see a, a loyal, um, literal translation. And it just doesn't always make for good movie watching. But if that's what they want, they released it. Give more of like that insane an insane amount of effort that went into making those movies. But most yeah. other movies don't I'm not need opposed, more. I'm not opposed to it being available. But that shouldn't be the thing they put out in the theater for people yeah. to watch. Because... I mean, that was what the whole, the deleted scene sections of a DVD were too, which was like, you could go dig if you really wanted to dig and find these things. But now, one of the per- most perfect examples is The Professional. The Professional oh, yeah. was a great cut in the American theater, but then everyone found Leon was out there and it was the European version, which was like 45 minutes longer. The American cut was far... A little more questionable. Oh, and also that, too. It had, <laughs> way, like, some uh, weird... Uh, yes, sexual with a kid stuff. Produced by Epstein, the <laughs> yeah. cut. And um, the American version was way better. It was way better at hour and 45. It was just a tighter, concise movie. Yeah, and Hollywood today has, like, lost that. Everything yep. is two hour plus. Uh, Marvel is terrible for this. They make two oh, hour, yeah. 45 minutes, two and a half hour Guardians of the Galaxy movies I won't watch. Um, you have to be considered about the audience. They, they're making the movies for themselves. It's not for the audience. And it's definitely not for the younger generation who want 15 second clips on YouTube. Like, who are they making them for? I don't know themselves, I guess, and someone at the studio level is demanding it. So there, there you go. Like I'd masturbation, just, you know, is make a good is, movie yeah. and make a lot of money. Like, couldn't that be the thing? But no, I guess not. Yeah. All right, let's. Um, we're kind of rambling a little bit about things overall. <clears throat> Maybe we bring it back to this particular movie, John Wick Van, the movie that got it all started. Are we ready to call this one, fellas? You think? Yeah, I think go. Um, anybody want to go in particular, or should I lead it off? I think John um, should go. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you got a. Sounds like you're loaded. I yeah. think, yeah, I kind of am. Um, there are <laughs> issues at the end of this movie, um, but it, it's not the kind of thing that drags the movie down, changes the movie's intent. It, it the movie starts where it ends, <clears throat> and it kind of gets back there, and all the bad guys die, all of them, every single one, even the ones who were like not horribly the worst bad guy guy all the way through like Alfie Allen was but then when they kill Willem Dafoe apparently they reach back to that level um, I think this movie does what it set out to do incredibly well uh, and I think John Wick 1 holds up absolutely um, the fight scenes like the choreography the gunplay um, if you're into that kind of stuff in action movies like this is a really really nice one to sink your teeth into it does it so much better than other similar movies the quick the quick kills the way he moves the way he like i don't even know what the what the kung fu or or the martial art that he deploys in this is if it's a mix or whatever but it just feels genuine like someone in close quarters combat would would leverage some of these moves i don't think close quarters people would quite be used to fighting 15 to 20 martial artist type gunplay guys in at a time but if you did you would learn the john wick way and the fact that i know how hard keanu worked and like watching him in those videos like shoot live rounds at targets accurately like he you buy it and he sells it and i'm picking it all up i love vigo as a bad guy up until the last scene i super dig alfie allen does a great job the whole dog killing setup at the start. Um, this is a fun hour and a half, basically action flick that's like based on revenge, and it's got all the right pieces for me. So even if it falters a little bit, Ian McShane, I just love seeing that guy in any movie. <sighs> yeah, this one makes me happy inside. So I'm really glad that we finally found one that I'm gonna say holds up. Yeah, yeah. I'll go Charlie. next and say what you said was that it was a fun uh, hour and a half movie. I I, I think. The, the only thing this movie, the only thing that's offensive in this movie is it's probably 10 minutes too long. 
and that's fine. Ten, if you're ten minutes too long, I'm okay with that. You know, like yeah, I can live with the that. other hour and a half are yeah. solid. I'm like such a picky bitch about time, but ten minutes, I'll, I can ten give that a pass. You can go to the bathroom and miss. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's fine. It's a good movie. You shouldn't be able to go to the grocery store and come back and your fucking movie's still going. I no, and I <laughs> and I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoy the action. I, I think Keanu, this is one of his shockingly best performances as an actor. I've seen most of his stuff and and I feel like he does a really good job of of getting across his emotion and what he's doing and what he's feeling with no dialogue and that's great. I mean yeah, I mean like I made fun of him a lot, but this one, he, like, brings it. <clears throat> Brentos? Yeah, no, I uh, I think this movie holds up. I think this movie is still what it was when it was released, um, which was a surprisingly good action flick with just enough story and um, cool character development in the world to, to make it compelling enough. Like, it's... It's it's so fucking simple, but I left this world for a woman. She just died. The thing that I had attached all of that um, sorrow and love for is now praised into this puppy, and you killed my puppy. And so I'm going to fucking kill all of you. I got nothing else, yeah. right? And it, that's, that's all you fucking need. Mm-hmm. And then the world is cool, right? And then the action is good. You can do this. 90 minutes? They, I, I'm fucking all about it, man. I, I do like John Wick. I will watch John Wick uh, as like a, you know, a background movie always. Yeah. It's a it's one of those oh. it's one of those uh, easy to fucking play. Oh, oh, I haven't been able to say this in a while because we, we have most of the movies we've been doing do not hold up. And I would never watch them again. But I haven't watched this movie nearly as much as you guys. And after watching it this time, I'll start watching it more. Because I enjoyed it so much, reviewing it for the show. So that's saying something. Because uh, <laughs> that yeah. has not been the case with most of the as- things we've been watching. I will never watch them again. I'm not interested in seeing them again. I'm not interested in recommending anyone else watch them. But this one I am. Nice. Well, and the world is so like uh, interesting. I really want to see how they write it all, right? Like, yeah how how is the script um, put together to build this? Yeah, fucking the perfect, one thing, uh, the perfect uh, system. The tiny yeah. complaint I would have that I didn't mention and just realized it here as we're finishing up is when the woman attacks him in the Continental. What's her name in the movie? Perkins. Perkins, when she attacks him, first of all, that's a huge big deal because that's the safe space and they all have taken, they've all given an oath or they all play by the rules and it's an honor thing. You do not attack someone when they're in the Continental. So she hugely crossed the line, one. Two, she's a killer just like John. So like there is, he should have no qualms in taking her out once she tries to assassinate him. So oh, yeah. by him not killing her, I thought that was kind of weird. I, I I feel like yeah. it's kind of it's kind of it, like it feels like they have some history. I feel like it's anti-feminist. Like I feel like killing her is feminist, but by not yeah. killing her, you're saying, well, she's a hitman and she broke the rules and tried to kill him. Like seriously, tried to kill him, but she's a woman, <laughs> so I kind of didn't like that. <clears throat> yeah, her her decision to do business on uh, continental ground. I still can't get behind. I still don't understand, especially when you look at the sequels and you realize what the implications are. Yeah, she knew. Breaking terms. Yeah. Like you're you're just absolutely fucking dead. And I mean, she ends up dead in this right at the she end. She walks yeah. into it willingly. Yeah. Like so, she's got to know. Like, the only thing I think of why he didn't park, kill her. Stay away from that fucking park. It's clearly Seriously. run by the assassin. You, you could have lost 10 minutes from this movie if John would have just killed her in his room and had someone come clean it up. And it yeah. would have made more sense too, because I think that's yeah, what John you see Wick her break would have the rules done. And you see the consequences of it. I like that though. It shows that the world's consistent, right? She doesn't. They don't set the rule, and then she does that. And there's no, no. no but, that, but they like do that it. She pays is fine. But yeah. I think they yeah. do it because they're trying to make you like John, and John shouldn't kill a woman. And I think that's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. the The only way I can see him giving her a pass is she does give him a pretty big piece of intel. 
because he's like ready but to kill her. But then he should kill her because. But yeah, but, but then absolutely. Then you kill her when you get that information. That's yeah, his. He's a fucking cold blooded killer and she is too. They're equals. She's not like a killer S. No. <laughs> She's a killer. That's what the movie yeah. kind of, that was offensive to me. They're like, well, she's a woman. It's just like, so what? <laughs> she's a brutal. All right, I'm, I'm changing my mind. Her. Does not hold up. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. It still holds up. <clears throat> I just think right, that's folks. where the 10 minutes could have could have come from. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. I'm picking up what you're laying down. I love um, you ladies. <laughs> so we got one more movie this <laughs> month, folks. And it is going to be, I think... A hold up movie. I think we all think it will be. No, it is. Because it's got the two things that we love in I'm life most money and balls. So <laughs> oh, that's okay. a good one. Okay, you should have saved that for the beginning. No, I'll use it uh, for the next one. I'm no, gonna, I'm gonna. Like, what, it's, it's all off the cuff. I'm gonna look at the title and be like, money and balls. Yes. Have you paid money for balls? Um, yeah, so we're gonna get into Moneyball next week. Aaron Sorkin written uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, Jonah Hill and some other folks and it's actually quite timely since the Oakland A's now have been uh, sold and are moving to Las Vegas oh Um, I did okay holy shit I did not know that yes wow that's That's a big deal it is the Oakland A's are gonna move to Las Vegas because they're like the smallest market team and they're finally done and that's hilarious because the Raiders used to be in Oakland. Back well, that's what I mean. And and also that Vegas is looking for a basketball team too right now. So like, it's just so funny to me that that market, they never used to have any professional sports leagues. And now they have now got the A's. That's crazy. And Maybe they could pick an football? amazing team like the Pelicans. Like who the fuck names a professional team the Pelicans? Keep them uh, the Vegas A's. W- Call them the Vegas Christians. V's. Maybe the Vegas V's. The Christians. <laughs> the Paladins. Nah. <laughs> the Paladins. Yuck. Uh, okay. Well, um, so folks, John Wick 1, at least, yes. John Wick 2, 3, 4, probably not. But maybe we'll get to those at some point. Uh, but we will definitely get to Moneyball next week. So we'll check you in that one. Get it into your eyes and ear holes. Um, say bye, fellas. Good to see you. Bye, fellas. Good to see ya. All right, folks. We'll check you out in next week's episode. And until then, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM. 